eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Yes, it is time for a podcast. Jerry Recco is out today. I did the warm-up show with one Mr. CeeLo, the post-game podcast I do with one Eddie Scazzeri. Uh, welcome, Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, uh, podcast people. Hello, podcast people. And I guess uh, Boomer's not around. There was some discussion at the end of the program today. I, I invited you and Boomer on to the podcast. To uh, Boomer thinks that there are a number of political topics that you and he agree on, and he wanted to go over those. I guess he was going to work on that. He was going to go back to his office and see uh, which topics. I I cannot think of any off the top of my head that you guys would agree on. Do you know of any that he might have been referring to? Yes. In one of the breaks, I was treated to a discourse um, from Boomer about uh, several topics. Uh, Gay marriage, we agree on. We both support A gay marriage. Okay, um, that's a starting point. I like. I call that a starting point for you guys. Oh, there's a lot of common ground. Oh, okay. And you know, also we both grew up in this area, which is maybe more diverse than yes. uh, other areas of the country. Mm-hmm. So we have maybe more experience with other peoples, other cultures than some other people have the opportunity to be. Right. So maybe that sort of broadens our world look a little bit. Um. Uh, we're both pro-choice. Okay. Now, you know, late-term abortions, you know, that is, that's a tricky one. You know, so I'll put, you know, most likely agree with him on that. Not 100%, but... And then he went into union pensions. I was like, dude, I have no... <laughs> Too deep. I have... I, I don't have any... You know, I'd have to study it and to look at it and look at the numbers. And I, I really, I have no interest in doing that. Right. So I really so that was a question mark. Okay. And then he brought up Obamacare. And I said, yes, I'm in, I was in favor of that. And then he was telling me why I really wasn't in favor of that. Why and, you're against it. Yeah. And then thankfully we came back from the break. So, uh, yeah, we didn't get to gun control or, or things like that. Death penalty did you guys hit on? Uh, we uh, did not. 
uh, get to that either. So Okay. Well, maybe he'll come in tomorrow uh, on a happy Friday show with some more political things that he thinks you guys do agree on. Yes. And one of... Uh, one major thing that he brought up in another break is that um, a major difference is that uh, I'm an atheist and mm-hmm. he is not. So that could lead to other things that we disagree on. Okay. So, you know, it, hmm. uh, but really, honestly, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm glad he left. Yes, you don't want to be into some of the topics are too deep, like pe- union pensions. Yeah, and like it, I, it's I too involved. It's yeah. not like a yes or no, like death penalty, no death penalty. And honestly, guns, like, no guns. He watches um, like uh, more, a lot more news than I do. I yeah. don't watch any. I get the treetops from, you know, the 1010 wins at the top of the hour or 880 at the top of the hour. So I know if there's anything really big, I kind of know what's going on. But I really try not to pay attention to. Uh, things on a detailed level and you know my free time i like to you know read about uh, the pleistocene epoch and you know the extinction of uh, north american megafauna instead of uh, diving into politics right did you get your uh, ballots yet i did and uh, we actually filled them out yesterday and we're going to instead of mailing them we can go drop them off at the county clerk Yes, out at the municipal complex there on Twenty Seven in Edison, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time we can also pick up the free leaf bags. So Ooh. killing two birds with one stone. So the ballots are filled out, and uh, gonna go drop them off and get some leaf bags. Yeah, uh, Gina also would like to drop our ballots off at a place like that, not put them in the mail. Yeah, she's seen too many uh, news coverages about the misplacing mail and mailmen throwing out ballots, mail uh, people opening ballots, this sort of thing. Yeah, so you know, I guess there's a there's a possibility. I I mean, I'm sure it will happen that either they won't people won't get the ballots, or once they filled out the ballots, there'll be some problem. There will be there will be some issues uh, with that. So it's uh, I, I for the most part, I think our postal service is, is pretty good for what they're asked to do. But uh, I want to go pick up leaf bags, so, you know, I'll just drop it off. Do both things. And we don't have to go on uh, voting day then and and go into those machines. Yes. And I got to tell you, though, when I was, I don't know if you filled out yours yet. Yeah, I don't think I got mine yet unless it's sitting in my mailbox. Oh, that's right. You were still waiting on on getting it. Yeah. Um, Maybe because your change of address, that could be an issue. You know, oh, went maybe. to the old place or something like that. No, no, that. I did check. Like, I checked online uh, a couple weeks ago. It says, you know, check to make sure you're registered. And I checked, and I'm registered here. So I was good. And uh, you're, is, you're both, you and Gina are both in Monmouth? She's not Monmouth in County. Okay. So, hmm. So I don't have an explanation for you. I haven't been to my mailbox in about four days. So well, that could it be. could be in there. I got mine, I think, last week. But um, I, I got to say, it was not as much fun. Uh, doing it on the kitchen table as is as going into the into the booth and and, and clicking some things yeah. and going behind a curtain and feeling like something's going on over here exactly you know me and the uh, you know eighty seven year old uh, polling place volunteers who are yeah. there so uh, and a lot of those polling place um, people who man the polling place at least by me they're they're a lot of older people yeah and they have obviously a, a higher risk with this all this going on so I don't know they're going to handle that i'm sure there'll be a large number of people who are going to show up to vote instead of uh, doing the mail-in but uh it was not as much fun doing it 
uh, with a pen and on, on yeah. the kitchen table. It did felt you get uh, a, yeah. Did you get to get a sticker when you went to drop it off and pick up your mailbags or no stickers? Uh, no, like we, I have, uh, we have not uh, done that yet. We have, oh, they're, you're they're, doing that. Yeah, we're going to do that, I think, tomorrow. We're going to go. Now, we filled them out yesterday. going to go down uh, tomorrow to the county clerk. Now, you say it wasn't as fun. And one thing I had asked uh, uh, Jerry, uh, well, he hadn't looked at his yet, but Gina told me it was not as simple as she thought it was going to be to fill out. And she believes... That many people, they they there are things on there that say if you if you don't fill this out right, nothing counts. Blah blah. Did you find it confusing at all? Well, I read all the directions first, and there was you know you have to sign the front. There's one extra like there's a piece I think of a piece of yellow paper I had to sign, and then there's things to do that if you're gonna not be like say if you if she took yours and went to drop it off you know, because she had free time, you didn't, or whatever. Then there's a whole bearer section where you have to prove that, you know, this person gave me permission to turn this in. So that, you know, that's a whole, like even my wife and I married and, and all that and same address, I can't turn hers, hers in, she can't turn mine in. But yet wow. if we mailed them, I think, no problem. You know, you could just drop them in a mailbox. But uh, otherwise, you have to prove that, you know, that uh, you're the approved bearer of this and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, if you can't, for some reason, can't fill it out physically, you can't hold a pen or whatever, you know, arthritis or what have you, that there's other things to, you know, other hoops you have to jump to through to to prove that. So but if for I guess for 99 percent of people, it should be fairly intuitive and it was fairly easy to fill out you had all the you know column a column b and i think there were in my county there were three questions anything interesting any fun questions legalize uh legalizing marijuana oh maybe oh i wonder if you and boomer agree on that yes i voted yes you voted yes okay and then the because you know what people are going to smoke pot anyway so why not right. have the state make some money off of it because they yes. need the money that's a good point. And uh, take the money out of the pockets of uh, criminals. I think so. I'll vote for that too. That's you've just uh, not that I needed to be swayed either way. I wasn't sure where I was voting with that, but that makes sense. I yeah. like that. Yeah, because people are going to do it anyway, just right. like gambling. People are going to do it anyway. And the state Correct. finally got on board with, all right, let's make some money off this since it's going to happen anyway. Right. Uh, you know. I also like the idea about legalized marijuana in that I feel like you know what you're getting if you decide to smoke it. Sure. As opposed to like you're getting it off the street from somebody, you don't know where that came from. Yeah, and it could be laced, you know. Yeah. Aside from the quality of it, if it, you know, could have some stuff in it that's nasty and bad. Right. Okay, so you voted that one. And uh, are there any other fun questions? Not fun. There was one that said, do you want to uh, reduce or eliminate, or I think it was reduce property tax for veterans. Oh, yeah. And I said yes for that. Yes. Even if they're not like veterans of wars, you know, if they're, if they're just active but not, you know, haven't seen action. So I said yes for that. And then there was one other one which I, I you know, I could not tell you at gunpoint. Yeah. I like that one too. Yes, it was like lower property taxes for veterans. Yeah. And then there was one other one. which They might stopped be... me from going into the military. I'm voting for that for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. I didn't have to get drafted. I didn't either. Yeah, so yes. Vote me in for that one. Yeah, but I forget the third question. 
I think uh, we get to vote for mayor of Bradley Beach also in this election. Yeah, we did not have that. We just had the you know uh, president. We had uh, senator. We had our representative. Then we had the school board, and maybe sheriff. Maybe. Oh, there's my phone now. Oh, there's uh, the aliens are here. Spam. Spam. So, silence that. Um. And then what's this? The only thing I don't understand about like a a state like New Jersey, they say it always votes Democrat. Mm-hmm. I wonder why, like, like why it doesn't depend on the candidate for certain states that are always red or always blue. Like, why? Why is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. And that's also not. Um, it 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 maybe that is true historically for presidential elections. Yes, for president. But, you know, we had Governor Chris Christie. Right. We had uh, Christy Todd Whitman. You know, we've had Republican uh, governors. But, and I, I think m- in recent memory, most of the senators have been Democratic. Um, I can't, I know our congressman has been the same Democrat for, since I've lived there, which is now 30 years. Um, so, but I, I don't, I think that might be a generalization. Because if you remember, um, you know, Reagan Mondale, I mean, he won every, Reagan won every state except, I think, Minnesota. Oh, in, really? In 1984. Oh, really? So it no, does, I did not know that. It does depend, I think, on, you know, there are, I think there's some instances where the candidate does matter. And, you know, I think in, in general, you know, New Jersey generally votes for the Democratic presidential candidate, but not exclusively. Yeah. And, you know, in 84, that's not that long ago. No, no, no. It's in my lifetime. Sure. I I could not vote in that election. Uh, 88 was my first, but... uh, Yes, mine as well. mm -hmm. So so that was against uh, Mondale, you said? I believe, yes. I don't know how Jersey voted uh, Reagan Carter, but I know that was a landslide, too. Wow. How about this Ron Reagan dominating? Yeah. But it's weird that there's only like they a, a couple of states that they say are swing states. Mm-hmm. But also remember Reagan, you know, especially by today's standards, you know, he was, I guess, considered a conservative back then. But you know, by today's standards, he's he's a moderate. And then what are what is the theory behind? We Jerry and I were trying to talk about this. Neither one of us could figure it out. Mm-hmm. The electoral college. I understand how it works. I don't remember why they have it though. Like, what was their reasoning for that? I, I, it was explained to me once before, and it made sense, but yeah. I don't remember what the reasoning was. Well, I think it goes back to states' rights, you know, way back the way they set it up, where if a certain state has a higher population, they don't want them to have undue influence because, uh, you know, 90% of humanity lives along the coast, east right. or west. You know, in our country is no different. So, you know, you could have, even though you could argue that, well, that's more of the people, they should have more say, but it goes back to states' rights and, you know, the value and power that they want each state in the union to have. And they don't want, like, California, which has more people. Right. Dictating for the middle America. Right. Or New York, you know, and New York City you know, dominates New York State. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you broke it down how much of New York State outside of the New York City area, you know, would vote Republican as opposed to the city, which is which goes Democrat. So, 
you know, there's, there's, I guess there's reasons for it, but you know, I, I, I can't, you know, I, I'm not a political science major, so actually I was, but believe it or not, but, um, it, uh, yeah, I don't know enough about it, but I think it really has to do with states' rights. Yeah. And then, uh, Gina was telling me that they're not even sure, like they're counting our votes unless they need to, whatever that means. Uh, in terms of the because of the I think mail-in. the mail in ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the mail. I think if you drop your vote off at places where you and I are talking about dropping it off, they're counting it. They're not counting the mail in ballots unless they have to. In terms for the presidential, election? yeah, for presidential, yeah. Ultimately, they'll have to count for all the state uh, stuff and the and the the questions on the ballot. But for to to make a call. On who won the state for the presidency? Yeah, yeah. I, I would believe that's true. But I think ultimately they're going to have to look at all of them to see who's the mayor of Bradley Beach. That's true. I'm still on the fence with this one. I don't know who I want to po- pick for mayor of Bradley Beach. Yeah, but as you know from your study of statistics, you know once they get a certain percentage, you're right. They can call a state. Right. But I think ultimately they will. And I, I have to. I just have to trust that things are going to be done correctly at least for 98 percent of the vote so right but the vote was very close i think uh you know for the presidency last time um you know hillary hillary did win the popular vote but it wasn't by a million it was by thousands now she still didn't get more votes but it was close so i hope things are either it's so one-sided one way or the other that it doesn't matter if there's a little you know, gray area with some of the votes. But uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. And they're already telling us that we're not going to know for quite a while. We're not going to know like we did with Trump Hillary the next morning. Well, and it's been we've known the next morning for, except for uh, um, Bush Gore with the the chads and Florida. The hanging chads. Yeah, and the whole thing. But, um, you know, we knew pretty quickly. It wasn't wasn't a week, um, but most other elections, it's, you know, for ninety nine percent of elections, you know, you have people make a acceptance or a concession speech that night usually. Right. Well, it'll be interesting. When's this November third? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't think Trump's going to be making concession speech <laughs> anyway, even if he loses. <laughs> right. It'll be I, a, 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 a he'll tweet f you. I I, th- I kind of have a feeling this time around, because the way we're voting, that if if Trump wins, that Biden will also not concede yet because i think there's i don't think we're gonna i I don't think it will be a definite you know what i mean like i think yes yeah yeah he he would either candidate would have an argument for the way the voting was collected yeah unfortunately that that's shaping up to to come (laughs) down like that yeah but uh you know it'll keep it in the news for till thanksgiving hopefully (laughs) let's let's just hope by the time we Sit down alone without our families on Thanksgiving. That uh, <laughs> that we know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good point. That's yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Because November third is not far away. Mm-mm. I better check my mailbox. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And do you know where your county clerk is? Mm, to drop it off. Yeah. You... Actually, there there is no drop off in uh, Bradley Beach. I'd have to go to Asbury Park is the closest. Yeah, but like wherever your county, like I'm going to my, you know, the Edison Municipal Complex. Yeah. Yeah, I do know where I'm going. Okay. I did Google that. All right. Google it. All right, Eddie. uh, That is the post-game podcast. I think we did that uh, political talk without a slant. 
Yeah, we did. And we actually, we talked politics for 20 minutes without Boomer. Right. Oh, about the, more like the, about the process of what's going on. Yes. How, how uh, you know, real people who don't watch uh, Fox News or <laughs> uh, CNN. <laughs> From two people not watching the news. <laughs> right, exactly. We're breaking it down because, you know, we don't watch anything. You know, I read... Uh, uh, you know, articles about paleontology on the on the internet, and you. Uh, I'm reading for, mostly about like greyhound diet at this right. point, or viral videos, or viral videos, right? All right, well, let's do the uh, warm up show. I did that with CeeLo. We will see you tomorrow with CeeLo uh, again. Yes, with CeeLo again, and Eddie, might you have on your Yankee elimination shirt? Oh, I've uh, I I don't want to touch the money, but I did right. take it out first. I had to find it. So okay. then I, I took it out and I have it, you know, aside. But right. I will not even like put it out as the next clothes day to wear. Right. Until I wake up at one o'clock and, and see what uh what transpired. Sports Center tells me. All right. Well, well this will be gonna be a very exciting very Friday exciting. show. We will see you tomorrow. So this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. We've got very real content. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here. Jerry is out today. Mr. CeeLo, I think, joins me. Are you there, CeeLo? CeeLo, come in. I'm here, Al. Good morning. How are you? Oh, hi, CeeLo. Where are you? Are you at the uh, 345 Hudson Studios? Uh, I know there was some back and forth yesterday. I am. I'm here. First time back since the blackout, so uh, oh, good to be here. The blackout? Yeah. The summer blackout? The summer blackout, that's right. Well, the blackout of 1977, because that would have been a long time since you were last at the WFAN studios. Yeah, I didn't have a heart that was pumping yet, oh. so uh, I would have you born, missed out on that give, one. Give us an idea how old a fellow you are. I was born January 1986. 86. 86. All right. So Just I was a in senior time in high for school. the Mets. Yeah, oh boy, jeez. Lord. So I was sitting at a lunch table talking to 86 <laughs> Mets while you were being born, and here we are. Getting ready for well, spring training. Yeah, we, here we are all these years later, CeeLo. And you attended my wedding. How about that? I did attend your wedding. I think that might be... Uh, I, I only go to Long Island for weddings. Well, mine I was in to. New Jersey, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know I live in Jersey. Why would you think I got married I don't know. in Long Island? I feel like you married a Long Island girl. I did not. I married a girl I went to elementary school with oh. in New Jersey. No so. wonder it took me so long to get there. I went via Long Island. There you go. And then back into New Jersey. Took the roundabout way. Kind of like all me right. coming into work this morning, forgetting that the Holland Tunnel is closed. Yes, that's so closed. all of a sudden, you... I was like, oh, guess we're going north to the Lincoln and then coming back south. Yes, you got to go uh, give it detour. the run around. A little detour. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we did, uh, last night, we did a Facebook Live, uh, 6.30 to 7.30, uh, me, Boomer Geo. Mm. And um, people were mocking me because uh, I sat here on this warm-up show and on the Boomer and Geo show saying that I felt Tanaka was not a big game pitcher. 
and then everyone was uh, flashing up uh, the, Tanaka's stats and look at the Tanaka in the big games. Tanaka in the playoffs, he's got a zero point zero ERA. He's never allowed a hit <laughs> in all his appearances. And then what happened last night, CeeLo? Listen, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. That's now, not true, right? Well, what was the what was the basis behind your argument? What was your support? Your I'm evidence? not a I'm not one of these analytics guys, CeeLo. I don't go to the book. I don't go to the binder. I don't go to Elias for stats. I don't go to BaseballReference.com. Go I've got a, I've got yes, I go with the gut. I've got a feeling for a guy. And to me, every time I would put a Yankee game on, this dude's giving up home runs early in the game and yeah. putting them in a hole. It has become a problem in recent years. Long, yes. long gone are the times we used to get excited for Tanaka Tuesday, and obviously this wasn't right. a Tuesday either, so you had the double whammy, and it didn't work out. Now, it took him a little while. I thought it would happen in the first inning or the second at the latest. It took him to the fourth inning. Well, it almost happened in the first inning. Yeah, Judge makes Choi. that great catch. You know, I was thinking, hey, he struck out the first two guys. All right, here we go. And then all of a sudden, he started leaving his uh, slider up in the zone, and they were ripping him all over the place left and right. That was another guy I said to Jerry, I go, every time I watch the Yankees Rays, this guy Choi is always smacking them around. Yeah, and the Yankees Jerry's had like, him a couple years ago. They did? Yeah, briefly. Had a little cup of coffee with them. I think 2017, I want to say. Wow. And then he went I like to the Rays, guy, and now he kills them. I like a guy who's a little overweight uh, baseball player. Now, would and you consider him a little overweight or? Well, I was being kind. I don't okay. say I don't like a I like a fat baseball player. Gotcha. I thought that would sound rude. No, hey, if he gets the job done, that's all that matters, right? Right, he gets the job done against Yankees, and you're right. He almost had that home run in the was it the first inning? Yeah, and Judge first in the in the coming out of the shadows and yeah. the sun makes the catch up against the wall where it yes. almost popped out of his glove. Right, and I thought, okay, maybe maybe that's the break Tanaka needed. Yeah. You know what no. break would have been nice? What's which one would a called that be? strike three and a strike him out, throw him out before he gave up the three run homer, which TBS decided we don't need to show the replay until the next half inning. wasn't important. We got to get another look at base cam to see what dirt looks like at a you know the most zoomed in level you've ever seen in your life. They also kept uh, they were superimposing an Utz logo on the mound to make it look like it was it was painted on the mound. Yeah, nobody needs that. And and they kept getting it confused. Sometimes it would be in the middle of the of the like in the first or second inning, there was an Utz logo in the middle of my TV screen while the <laughs> pitching was going on. The graphics were a little off. Yeah, they were they a little didn't quite off. Get that lower third down, which is no. smack dab in the middle of the screen. So he gives up the homer to Kiermeyer in the fourth. How do you say that other fellow's name? A Rosarino? Yeah, a Rosarina. A Rosarina. Yeah. He's, that guy's trouble as well. He is the new Yankee killer. There's right. a couple guys in the Ray lineup, but I mean this Choi guy and this fella is just absolutely tattooing them. It's crazy. And now we're in an elimination game situation for tonight. Yeah, with uh, country boy Jordan Montgomery on the mound. I was now, I was listening to his pregame press conference. It really inspires a lot of confidence for tonight's oh no. ballgame. Is he a is he a dullard? He's a yeah. We've played some of his stuff on the show before. Oh. He is a dullard. Now you could be a great pitcher and a dullard, but the problem with him is he's a dullard and he hasn't pitched in forever. So I'm not exactly oh, confident. No. But as John Sterling would say, can't predict baseball. So we'll now, see what happens tonight. Why wouldn't you throw Cole out there tonight? Uh, because he's only had two days rest. All right, that seems like plenty. Threw 105 pitches the other night, I think. Something yeah, but like this that. this could be it. You it live could be. for today. I understand. Tomorrow is not guaranteed, CeeLo. It in is life. Not. And in baseball. It is not. He last pitched Jordan Montgomery on Thursday, September 24th. So today is what? October 8th? Is that correct? It is. So we're talking about two weeks here. Not what you want. 
Remember when the Mets first got Johan Santana and they were facing a, a, it was a it was a regular season game, but it was like if they win they're in, if they lose they're out. Uh-huh. And Santana had just pitched, and he walked into whoever's office at the time, and he said, "Give me the ball." <laughs> whoever's office was it? Yeah, Jerry I don't know. Maybe I don't Who knows? No, it would have had to been. Oh, when they first got him. Okay. When they first got him. When they had the no-hitter, it was Terry Collins at that point. Right. So. All right. And he they said, give needed, me the ball. He went in there. He knew, you guys paid me all this big bucks. Mm-hmm. Give me the ball. We need to win this game. Was it on two days rest, though? Coming Probably. off 105 pitches? Most likely. Okay. Let's not get I'm just facts. saying. Let facts get in the way. Cole should at least do that and hope, like, when he goes in there, goes, hope they don't take me up on this offer. I mean, but, listen, like you said, there's no guarantee for tomorrow, so right. it's all hands on deck. So maybe if they get, like, in trouble early on and they're in a hole, maybe then they don't have a choice but to throw them out there for an inning or two. You never and, know. And the Rays are starting a uh, – what do they call that? Yeah, a starting opener. a starter, an opener? It's an opener, yeah. Ryan Thompson? Yeah. So then what? They'll just roll out 19 pitchers tonight Probably against the Yankees? Some, something like that, you know. Give or take four or five, yeah. They're the ones who invented this, right? Yeah, they are. They, Boy, they're they innovative. started the trend. They they are. They're a very smart organization, and they know how to do these things. Other teams have tried to rip it off a little bit, as we saw with the Yankees the other night. It did not work out well in game two. It really backfired on them. But uh, the Rays seem to know what they're doing. Do you think that move, with the, what the Yankees did with Debbie Garcia and Jay Happ, in the second game, do you think that ruined the mojo of the entire series? No, I don't believe in in the, in the game in to game mojo. I mean, they had their second best pitcher on the mound last night, who, despite your gut feeling and the way he pitched in the first postseason game, does have a good track record of being a big game pitcher, and he didn't get the job done. And the offense outside of Giancarlo Stanton has been anemic the last two games, and they're not putting enough balls in play. I don't think that has anything to do with how they handled the pitching in game two. So while it was frustrating, it's an easy thing to, to pick apart, whether it's Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman, the organization, there are other issues with this team right now, which is what put them in the 2-1 hole. Or did, it ever, hole. did anyone ever take blame for that move on uh, in game two? No, of course Has anyone not. come out and said, listen, yeah, I know you're all blaming Aaron Boone, but it was me, I'm Brian Cashman, hi, it's I've, my fault. I have not seen... Anything of that nature. No. Me neither. And I don't think we ever will. <laughs> organizational decision. You get that in the NFL a lot. Every decision we make is an organizational decision. It's collaborative. Right. It's very collaborative. Yeah. We have a big meeting. We get in a meeting with a really long table, and we all sit around it. We order food in, and then we make decisions. Yeah. And Boone's got his whole staff. Forget Cashman in the front office. He's got his you know, his lieutenants there. I think uh, Carlos Mendoza is, I think, his bench coach. I heard him, in a, I was listening to Boone this morning on some of the cuts and refers to him as Mendy. All these guys Mindy? Are, Mendy for Mendoza. Mendy. Mendy. All these guys oh. have nicknames. You can't just say Carlos. It's got to be Mendy. And they all would just put an I, uh, yeah. an, an I, E, or a Y at the end. Joe Girardi was big on that. So I guess that he trend has it. continued a little bit. And they're big on that in hockey as well. So why hasn't this Jordan Montgomery pitched in a long time, you're saying? It's been three months, you said? Uh, two weeks. Close. Two weeks? Yeah. Uh, because of the you know the end of season and then the, the time off and the wild card series. He didn't. They only needed two games against Cleveland and then more time off before they started this series with the Rays out in San Diego. And then the next thing you know, it's been two weeks. So we'll see if he's sharp. I'm sure he's done some throwing on the side, but it's not like there are any you know, minor league games you could go throw him in. They weren't going to send him to the alternate site because they had to all quarantine together to be in this bubble. So he last pitched Thursday, September 24th against the Blue Jays, and he was okay. 
five at a third, six hits, three runs, no walks, eight Ks. Pretty pretty strong. You would sign up for that tonight. So we got a short leash on this uh, fella tonight? I, you, you'd love to say that, but I mean, where are they going after him? Exactly. What Eric about Cole? Debbie Garcia? <laughs> uh, yes, I would imagine you will see him at some point tonight if Montgomery goes short. If he if, gives them five or six innings, then you just go right into your... I mean, Araldis Chapman hasn't thrown a pitch in the series yet, so he right, is well-rested. we rested. need him. Zach Britton hasn't pitched since game one. He is well-rested. So they have some arms available, and you would think, like you said, there's no guarantee for tomorrow, so you got to pull out all the stops tonight. So you would go, you would hope for a Jordan Montgomery six innings. I'd take five. Five. Give then me you'll five go, innings, three runs. I'm fine with that. Then you go three runs. Then all right. Yeah. Then you go to who? Ideally, you go. <sighs> I go, go right Jordan back to Montgomery. I go right back to Chad Green. He pitched Chad Green. one last night, low pitch count. I would try to piece together the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth with the combination of Green, Britton, and Chapman. Nice. That's how I would play it. That would be in your binder if you had a Yankee binder yes. of how to attack this. That's in my binder tonight. Team. And then you hand the ball off to the $308 million, whatever it was, uh, in game five and say, there you go. Give us at least seven. It's all you. Right. And away you go. Hmm. Well, I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too. And this is a 7-10 start, another good uh, an hour earlier yes. than the, the, the first game one. Game one and two were the uh, 8-10 starts. Whew. And then last right. night we got the 7-10. Tonight you got another... Seven ten with six thirty pregame on the fan. Man, oh man, you'll be all right, Al. You can man, oh man, oh I can handle it. Yeah. And then uh, last night was also the uh, Craig documentary on HBO. Yes, I was trying to get through that uh, throughout the course of this morning, from the time I got up until we came on the air just minutes ago. Oh, you were. I figured uh, like you would DVR. bring that up, and I right. wanted to make sure that I was, you know, well, got to view it a little bit. Yeah, I do think that uh, the situation last night, it was competing against Yankee playoffs, although yeah. they were down a number of runs by the time 9 o'clock hit. Yeah, yeah, you weren't exactly feeling comfortable once you got to the middle innings. And then it was up against a vice presidential debate. I watched none of that. Me neither. I mean. I can't. No. Everyone knows who they're voting for already. You're not going to watch a debate and go, you know what? I was a Trumpster, but now I'm for this guy. Or so you're saying I was all about on the fence because we're so polarized <laughs> no. as a nation that zero percent of the population no. is on the fence. There's no one on the fence. <laughs> you're probably right about that, right? I'd imagine it's a very small number of people. The right. fence is a wall. Nice, Eddie. And Mexico built it, Eddie. <laughs> the wall. Oh man. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but um, so that was a big competition. Although I think with things like documentaries on. Uh, HBO and things like that. It lives on on demand. Yeah, you can't really you can't really judge its success until like for like a week when people had time to view it on demand DVR. People are like, let me make sure yeah. I record that. I'll circle back to it when the playoffs are over, when the Yankees get eliminated, or I've got some time, an hour to spare here or there. Right, it's at your own leisure. Yeah. I mean, I was in the documentary and I didn't watch it last night. I DVR'd it. Have you, so you haven't seen it from start to finish. I figured I maybe. Did. Oh, you I have. did. I did. Okay. I saw it. I saw a, a review copy. I was going to say. I mean, you're in it. I would imagine you got an That's right. an advanced look at it. I got some nice positive reviews on uh, Twitter. At my at mentions. Most people said I did a very nice job. All the clips I've seen of you thus far came across very well. And Eddie, I thought was the best. The uh, the one clip which I had uh, tweeted out yesterday. Eddie just talks about the show exploding, and he just goes, yeah, and puts his hands up in the air. Mike, classic. Drop. 
Yeah, yeah classic all you guys, Eddie. All you guys did great. Oh, thank you, Good stories Cielo. you guys shared, very well delivered. Yeah. You guys were very comfortable on camera, as I would mm-hmm. imagine. You guys are in the oh, radio yes. TV business. So. Very comfortable. Yeah. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. When we come back, we'll do a little more uh, Yankees. Uh, we'll do a little NFL, Jets. I see a coronavirus <laughs> on my list here. I see uh, Tua Tagovailoa, Alabama, <laughs> and much more. Do you have? A, do we have a spot here? Negative. Negative, negative. All right, Eddie, uh, take it away. We'll be back very shortly. It's going to be so short. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. All right, 524 here on The Fan on this Thursday morning. CeeLo sitting in for Jerry Recco here on the warm-up show, of course, alongside with Al Dukes. we got the Yankees facing elimination after losing to the Rays last night in San Diego, 8-4. to This uh, Randy Arozarena continues to kill them. He's homered in all three games. He's batting like 600 in the postseason, and he has become a thorn in the Yankees' side. We'll see if Jordan Montgomery and company can figure him out tonight and force a decisive Game 5, Al. They should just walk that dude every time. Put him on. Yeah, the problem is there's a bunch of other guys in the lineup that seem to have their number as well, and you can't walk everybody. So I would walk uh, him and Choi every get time. Get some guys out. Yeah. Well, last Put night Kiermaier hitting a three-run homer. Oh. I mean, the the freaking catcher out of the nine-hole homered and drove in three. I mean, the guy who basically hadn't played in like nine days or something like that. They sat Zanino down. They put, I think Perez is his last name, or Perez, and he hits a home run. Opposite field off Chad Green. So everything uh, working against the Yankees here the last couple of nights after they got off to that good start in game one. I love this idea. I know it's because of coronavirus and it will never last, but this uh, where you, why don't we play these uh, playoff games in nice warm climates like San Diego? Yeah. But then like you do miss the atmosphere of like if, if that were a Yankee stadium. Uh, on the night when they were winning on Monday night and then the nights when they were losing. Like, you, you do miss that feel of the hometown crowd. Yeah, the crispness in the air. Everyone's got the hoodies on, the yeah. hot chocolate, the beanies. Yeah, but I, I don't like cold baseball. Oh, all right. Well, you just said you, we miss it, didn't, didn't uh, you? No, I, no I, I like the idea of, like, that they're playing in warm San Diego, oh, okay, beautiful weather. okay, fans in the warm weather. I got you. Yeah, right. but you do miss the home fans yes. being in there. Oh, so you're telling me the, the cardboard cutouts of the Padres season ticket holders aren't doing it for you? Not doing it for okay. me. All right. Not really. I did see that uh, Trevor Bauer, they call it flirting with the Yankees on social media. Uh-huh. He had tweeted, uh, kind of looks like the Yankees could use some more starting pitching. He's not. Interesting. He's not wrong about that. The Let's pro- get him here. The problem is, I think, I if I'm not mistaken, I think that Garrett Cole is not a fan of his. Oh, really? I think there's some some history there. I, I forget exactly what that was all about, but that would be an interesting dynamic because the Yankees certainly have a glaring need there, especially if they don't re-sign Tanaka. So, I mean, you hope Luis Severino comes back and can be healthy. Uh, Domingo Herman coming off the suspended list. We'll see what oh, that's yeah. all about. I mean, can he, he pitch tonight? Uh, no, he cannot. 
He's oh. not. He's not available until uh, 2021. So. Oh, I saw because I saw it. I was like, oh, he's off the band list. Yes, but he's not there. eligible for the postseason because he was on. I guess because he was on the suspended list and didn't play in any regular season games. So that's that's a 2021 thing. And so all is right. the Trevor Bauer and the Luis Severino and all that good stuff. Tonight they got to figure out a way to get a couple of good innings out of Jordan Montgomery, keep the Rays off the board, and you know get the bats going again. Other than Giancarlo Stanton, who homered again last night. Let me ask you this: as a Yankee fan that you are. What deficit in the fifth inning would be too much for you to think the Yankees are coming back to win? So to the Yankees are down. How many runs in the fifth where you're not comfortable with that? Not comfortable. Yeah. Um, like if they're down one run in the fifth, you're like, no problem. Two runs, no problem. What's the run count where you go, in the we fifth, got a problem? I would say five. You know, obviously at four, you know, you're not feeling great, but, you know, you get to, you get a rally together. You get a three-run home or even a grand slam, it's possible, and all of a sudden you're right back in the game or you've tied the game. Five five when you're in the fifth. With fifth. The, with the way the Ray bullpen performs, and they most of those guys are pretty rested, especially after last night's game, that's a tall order. Then let me ask you this. Also in the fifth inning, what lead are you <laughs> very comfortable with as None. a Yankee fan? No lead. None? No. You got Aroldis Chapman, the guy's jacked up. He's yeah. going to be throwing heaters at dudes' heads. He's become a guy that when he comes into the game, while he's still successful more often than he's not, there's usually a couple runners on base, and and you kind of got to eke it out a little bit. He's he not makes just, you nervous. He's not just coming in there pumping 101 by everybody, you know, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It usually gets a little interesting. Right. And the bullpen in general has been disappointing this year. They have not they have not pitched the way they, they have in years past. Hmm. Zach Britton overall has been pretty good. Chapman's been spotty. Chad Green's been spotty. Ottavino's been terrible. So, yes, they have those guys lined up, and you take your shot with them, but it's not like you're going, you know, Nelson, Stanton, Rivera here. This is right. not the heyday. Right. So gotcha. no, there's no lead where I'm going to feel comfortable. Really? So if they need so to, a five they need run steal, lead, they need to steal Glaber Torres up six runs again and get Pedro Martinez all ticked off on the TBS post game. That's fine by me. No lead is a comfortable lead for Yankee fans. That's correct. Okay. That's how I feel. Maybe other Yankee fans feel differently. And then I feel like this kind of got lost yesterday because there was so much Yankee news that uh, Joe Flacco starting for yeah. the Jets this week. <laughs> I think all jet news gets lost because of the right. They're irrelevant right now. Franchise. Yeah. So this is due to the uh, injury that Sam Darnold shoulder sprain. Shoulder sprain that Mm -hmm. they're going to give him a rest and put uh, old Joe Flacco out there. Yeah. Who had zero energy when he came in the game the other day? I was so annoyed (laughs) by him. He looked so uninterested. In going in there. Al, I've got news for you. That's how he's looked for his entire career. Yeah, that's what Jerry said to me. Jerry said, this is his look all the time. Yes. He has, from as far as, you know, body language and emotion go, he's got a lot of Eli Manning in him. I'll say it that yes, way. Yes, you're right. Flatliner. You know what? You're right. Flatliner. He is. He's and not you know a what? rah-rah guy, that, guy. Another guy that has a Super Bowl ring, probably because he's got that even-keeled mentality. He's made a lot of bad throws in his career. He's had some ugly games, but he led the Ravens to a Super Bowl. And played, he's one of those, and played very well in that postseason and got paid handsomely for it. He's one of those uh, g- guys with the rings that had awesome defense. Of course. Like the Brad Raven, Johnson yeah. well, of the Bucks. The probably except Flacco played really well in that run. I'm not taking anything away from their defense, but he played very well that, right. that particular year. Are you I'm not expecting, saying he's going to do it this time around with the Jets are behind you a banged up offensive line. Big things this week for no, Mr. Joe Flacco. I don't expect big things from any big things from the Jets the rest of the way. Yeah. 
nor did I expect big things from them at the beginning of the season either. You did not. But no. you did not see them sitting at zero wins right now. I did not. In fact, at the beginning of the year, um, on one of these you know betting apps, you could bet the local teams and pick which week they were going to get their first win. Oh, really? So I looked at the schedule, and I put down a wager for the Jets and the Giants. So for the Jets, I picked the week four Thursday night home game against the Broncos. And, I mean, the Broncos gave them every chance to win that game, yes. and, they, and they couldn't get it done. So that one went by the wayside. For the Giants, I picked uh, week six against Washington. Okay, so that so one that is one... still available. But I'm not feeling very confident about that one either. Well, listen, they got uh, Dwayne Haskins was uh, benched. Yes. Not only benched, I think he was like sent to the alternate site. Well, he's not even like a backup. Yeah, they're gonna. he's going to be deactivated on, I think, I assume they're playing Sunday, this yeah. weekend. You have Kyle Allen backed up by Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins in, you know, street clothes on the sideline. I want Alex Smith in there just so we get that redemption story from his from that uh, ESPN documentary yeah. we saw about him. You could very well see it that at some point, tough. right? He's one one snap away from getting in there now. Right, that's true. Be the backup. In fact, I think he was backing up Haskins as well. So technically, you could say that about every game Washington's played so far this year. Now, the Dolphins and Brian Flores said, uh, we don't feel Tua Tagovailoa is ready to start yet. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder this. Why is it? Why would they feel that way about him, and yet Justin Herbert comes in and seemingly has it figured out? Um, That's a great question, Al. Thank you. I think all these, and Boomer obviously would be the one to answer better than I, but all these guys learn at different rates they come from different systems in college they're learning different systems and their respective nfl teams um what's the rest of the roster look like who's the quarterback that he's potentially replacing in justin herbert's case obviously tyrod taylor had a medical issue so herbert had to come in but yeah he's certainly looked apart um mostly there's been a couple of not so great throws here and there but overall he's been very impressive right. and that's the guy if you go back to the pre-draft, people were kind of kicking dirt on a little bit. Eh, I don't think he's going to, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not a believer. And all of a sudden, he steps in there, and he looks great. He really looks like a college kid, like, or a high school kid. He's got the messy hair, he's yeah. got pimples, like, <laughs> he just looks, like, so young. Well, he is young, I think. He's pretty, I mean, what is he, 22, 21? I think he's 21, because yeah. I, I saw that, you know, when they were doing the Tom Brady. Just Google it. Most of you these Google guys it. are pretty young when they come out. Yeah. He is 22 years old. 22. Yes. I like him. We like him. Well, what's not to like right now? Right. He stepped in and, you know, kind of given them a bit of a pulse. Now, none of they haven't, you know, won a ton of games, but he's made some big-time throws. I would and that get is not a great offensive line that they sport out there with the Chargers either. I would get nervous, like, if I'm a Dolphin fan and I see they don't want to put Tua out there. Like, what do they know that we don't know about this guy? Right, especially when Fitzmagic is your is the guy, and he's obviously not the future, and he's the guy that continues to start. Oh, he's the future, CeeLo. This guy's never retiring. Never going away. He's going to play for never. all 32 NFL franchises <laughs> before all is said and done. By the way, Eddie made a great point in my ear. Uh, What's Patty, Patty Mahomes set out. Pretty much isn't. I think he played Week 17 mm. when the Chiefs had a bye locked up when Alex Smith was their quarterback. Touche, Eddie. So, Touche. You know, you never know. Do you think in Ryan Fitzpatrick's home, where you know all these players like have memorabilia from their their playing days yeah. and things, like he's got to have so many different team things on his walls. I'm sure he has a jersey from each stop framed somewhere. Right, or he's helmet. got helmets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like in his basement. 
The problem, though, is where does he live? The dude's a nomad. Like, he's changing. I mean, okay, fine. He's been two years in Miami now. But, I mean, they bounce around. I wonder if they have kind of a permanent home and then they just kind of move. I think, I want to say he has a house in Arizona. I could be dead wrong about that. That's where I want but a house, he Arizona. Has, he has bounced around quite a bit. And then he's telling me he's got like a ton of kids. Let me see. I think he has now you, six now. You can't be moving these kids all over the place. Well, they do because if you see anywhere he goes, and he's listen, he's a very affable guy. He's fun loving. He likes to have have fun before and after, during the games, after the games. You, his family's always, his kids are always there wearing his jersey for whatever team he's playing for. Really? So they, I mean, he, I'm not he, saying they pull them out of school and you keep moving, but they they make it to a lot of the games. He has seven children. Seven now. Okay. And I remember that from he, you know, he was with the Jets towards the tail end of when I was covering them, and you know, training camp practices would end, and his his whole crew was there. They'd come out on the field, he'd run around with them. So I mean, they're there. I don't know and if they're wears, living with him full time during the season, but they were at least making visits. I'm at the Wikipedia part of Ryan Fitzpatrick where it says personal life. Yeah. He never removes his wedding ring, including during games. That's our, you, you see it, and he doesn't. And it's not one of those, you know, rubber silicone knockoffs. Oh no, it's the legit thing. I like the dudes that wear like the full-on chains around their necks. Running backs, like how is that not going to get? Well, they were saying like when Cam Newton was complaining, they were trying to rip his chain off. Yeah. Why are you wearing your chain in the game? I don't know. Some of these guys are very. They, they have very strong ties to their jewelry. <laughs> Yeah, they do I'm love jewelry. Sure. So, like, like athletes love jewelry. They do, but like, they love tattoos point, and jewelry. Yeah, but I mean, the jewelry you can have. Like, we're asking you to just maybe not wear it for three hours. I think you, you could probably get by with that, and it's probably safer. There's nothing to grab on. If you got a sharp piece in there, hopefully it doesn't like stab you in the chest. That wouldn't be good. All right, CeeLo, quick break here. I've got a uh, Jerry and I do something called Buzz No Buzz. Oh yeah, I've got a Buzz No Buzz for you on the other side of the break. I look break. forward to that. Nice. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, 542, Thursday morning. CeeLo sitting for Jerry Recco here on the warm-up. Of course, you got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. A lot to discuss. The Yankees with back-to-back losses all of a sudden now facing elimination tonight against the Rays in the division series out in San Diego. And they will send young Jordan Montgomery to the mound fresh off a nice two-week layoff. Dude hasn't pitched since late September, and he is going to start tonight's uh, elimination game, hoping to get the Yanks at least a chance uh, to let their offense get going and get themselves back into the series. Buzz, no buzz. Right, out. what do you got for me here? I got a buzz, no buzz for you. See, the way this works is I give you a, a topic or a statement or something going on in the sports world, yeah. which I see some people making a big deal out of, and you tell me whether there is buzz on this, like people are going to talk about this, this is something interesting, or no buzz, which is nobody cares. Boring. Buzz, no buzz. LeBron James will be the new Wheaties box athlete taking over for Serena Williams. For me, that's a major no buzz. No buzz. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Good for LeBron. (laughs) Add it to the list. The Wheaties box used to be, and this is going back a long time. This is before 
1986 when you were born. It was a big deal. I remember, it was a big I remember deal. that. Yeah, You'd sure. be on the Wheaties box. Uh, uh, then Bruce Jenner was on the Wheaties box. You would get, uh, I think I remember Dan Marino being on the Wheaties box. Michael Jordan, for sure. Oh, Michael Jordan uh, being on the Wheaties box. Uh, the uh, uh, USA uh, hockey team that won that thing where there's, oh, I can't believe it. What? They got, they got the Wheaties thing? box. The Miracle on Ice? Is, yeah, the is Miracle on Ice thing. <laughs> they got the Wheaties box. I wouldn't have even known that Wheaties had an athlete on the box anymore. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've even seen one. I, right. you, know, you know what I do have in my possession? Not a Wheaties box. But remember when Jeter had his own box of cereal, like Jeter Flakes or something like that? You have Jeter Flakes. I have an unopened box of that somewhere in storage. That I, mm. when I was a kid and I loved Jeter, and that came out, I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this. Someday it's going to be worth <laughs> a lot of money. Not so much. And Al, remember that very nice listener uh, sent me a Marino, a signed Marino's Wheaties unopened box. Signed? Which is actually no, in, the, uh, worth something. in the office. That's pretty cool. Wow. Is it in plastic? Uh, well, it's in a Ziploc bag, so yes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Yeah, people used to, like uh, sports collectors, card collectors, used to collect the Wheaties boxes unopened yeah. and put them in plastic. I believe it. Like these people that collect the you know the action figures and stuff and never take them out of the box, like Steve Carell and Forty Year Old Virgin. Right, Bobby you got Dwyer. Any of those in your house, Al? Uh, I do not have any of those in oh, my okay. house, but uh, Bobby Dwyer collects uh, wrestling figures, but he takes them out of the box to display them. He's, he's like, and he's oh. right. He's like, I'm not gonna be. He's not looking to make money on these figures. He likes to display them. Him Just and his display, boys. Just display, or does he actually? Do they play with them? I'd imagine uh, they, he's got boys. They're playing with those. Yeah, I think figures. so too. Yeah, yeah. The Wheaties box. You know, it was big when I was in uh, elementary school. We used to collect. We'd walk around with little binders and put them into the protective sleeves. The milk ads. Remember those being big for a little bit? Milk ads? Milk ads, yeah. Got milk. You don't remember those? Yeah, no, I remember them. Yeah, the magazines. Yeah, yeah. And they'd have, you know, you you would try to collect all the different ones because they'd have celebrities and a lot of athletes that would pose. You'd do a photo shoot with the milk mustache. Got milk. So somewhere there's a you have a binder in your house. I mean, I don't have that anymore, but I remember. I want to say that was probably when I was in sixth grade, so I would have been like 1997, somewhere in there, 97, 98. That was a big deal for a while. I wasn't even sure that they're still selling Wheaties. Like when you go down the cereal box aisle now, it is an insane amount of yeah, a lot of options. items. Yes, and now it's just like things like that are cookies or something turned into a cereal, be like yeah. Oreos cereal. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookie cereal. 100% right. And now I remember Wheaties was so big, SNL, the original SNL, you oh, know, yes. Belushi and all, they did a parody where yes. Bel- right after Jenner, they had Belushi like winning the decathlon, you know, all heavy running around. Drinking beer, smoking cigarettes. Well, that's why he was, his cereal was donuts. That's oh, And he I was remember. sitting there yeah, with donuts I've and smoking that. a cigarette. Yes, that, Little was, that donuts. was funny. Yes, you're right. Tremendous. I forgot about that. I go right to the, I still get my Cheerios. Cheerios is the one thing that you will enjoy from the time you are a baby. Like you give you when you're you, when you had babies, they would eat Cheerios. Sure, adults eat Cheerios, and when you get old, you eat Cheerios. Now, do you just get the plain regular? To what are yeah. we doing? Multigrain, apple, no. cinnamon, frosted. I do plain, plain. Of course, you're a plain kind plain of guy. Cheerios, plain with milk. That's it. Oh, banana don't think- in there. Uh, yeah, like a banana in there. I don't think there's any harm in putting a little bit of a, of a flavored Cheerio in there. I would. I hope just try to stay away from the sugars. I know. I understand the sugars. So what now? Your regular milk? Or are you one of these areas? Soy milk, almond, almond milk, almond, almond, almond milk. milk, full almond milk for cereal. Not just yeah. hey, I'm going to mix a little almond milk in no, my coffee here. Full on full almond on, milk. I'm mixing a full bowl of almond milk with my cereal. And now okay. will you go Cheerios, Cheerios, or Furios? No, I, I get the name brand Cheerios. <laughs> 
not going for the knockoff. And I'm not going for any soy milk because Chris Sims, when he would uh, fill in for Boomer, sure, he used to bring in like a Kashi cereal and drink soy milk with it or whatever. Yeah. And then he told us it was affecting his manhood. Yes. So I'm out for any soy. Yeah, the products. soy. That's why you know the, I like edamame, but you can't you can't be having too much of that too regularly, no. or it's a, it becomes a problem. It becomes a boneless. Problem. Be boneless. <laughs> you don't have that problem with almond. loss of bone. Bone on bone action. Yeah. All right. What else do I have for you here? Interesting in going on in Florida. I don't know what goes on down in Florida. We always read, of course, stories about crazy people in Florida. But the Dolphins have gotten the okay yeah. to fill their stadium with 65,000 people. Tremendous. The, the league governor... is like on the verge of a shutdown, <laughs> potentially. You got to go ahead. Fill it up. <laughs> the governor has given them the okay for their next home game. Now, the Dolphins say they're still only going to put 13,000 right. people credit, in To their credit, they're like, no thanks. We're good yeah. for now. Appreciate but it. But the now. governor of Florida is like, 65,000 people? <laughs> Good to go. No problem. Approved. That seems strange. Well, there's a lot, like, as you pointed out, it, it, it's almost like, I, I got to be careful here. I don't want to say they're a different country down there or anything, but they're certainly operating under a much different set of rules than the better part of the of the nation. Is that fair to say? In Florida? Yeah. 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 I remember when the whole thing started, like, because I still have many friends in Florida from when I worked in uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Many? And. A handful. Good point. Not three Eddie. people. I see people on like Facebook and they'd be like, uh, first of all, they were like, oh my gosh, we have to shut down. Meanwhile, we had been shut down for like two months and they're, and they're like, oh, I can't believe we got to shut down. And then I felt like two weeks later, they were like, oh, thank God we can go back out <laughs> and eat inside restaurants. Like, right. wow, you guys shut down late and shut down for two weeks. That's yeah, they, it. They took the express track through yes. coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. The NFL chief medical officer said that he's not ruling out. A, a pause in the action this season. I mean, how can you rule it out right now? I get that that's they're going to do everything they can to avoid it, but I mean, you've got these positives popping up in multiple spots now. Shut it down! And, Shut it down! And they don't have the schedule flexibility that Major League Baseball. Shut it down! All right. Shut it down, CeeLo. The scallops are raw. <laughs> you've burned the risotto. Shut it down. <laughs> I mean, Stephon Gilmore, he's, you know, dapping yeah. up Patty Mahomes after the Ooh, game the other night. That's going to be a problem. The Titans are doing covert practices when they're supposed to not be together off-site. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on all of a sudden here. That photo I saw yesterday of uh, Gilmore right in Mahomes' grill yeah. after the game talking so close like they were sharing secrets. Patrick Mahomes got got to be nervous. Uh I mean, I guess he called it a lapse, I guess. But a, lapse I mean, in, a mental lapse. But again, in the uh, moment, I mean, they all tested negative. They were cleared to play. I mean, let's be honest. Right. These guys, are they're up close together. When Whether it's your own team or your opponent, when you're out on the field, I mean, it's not like these guys are all going to keep their distance playing a football game. So at that moment in time, why would they have any reason to think, you know, there was an issue? So it, it stinks, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like any of them did anything necessarily wrong in that spot. Right. Oh, this is perfect timing then for the Amy Lawrence Sports Minute. She explains why shutting it down would be a bad idea. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. 
All right, 557 Thursday morning, warm-up show wrapping up. We get Boomer and Geo in just a couple of minutes. Yankees lose to the Rays last night, 8-4. to They're down 2-1 in the ALDS face elimination tonight with Jordan Montgomery on the mound. We will have pregame coverage on the fan beginning at 6.30, Al. Celia, where do you think Yankee fans' confidence level is right now? Very low. You do? Mine is low. I know JJ's is low. He spoke about that Uh-oh. at length on the overnight. I don't think the confidence level is very high. So you think the calls today... Because it's you know you don't really get calls to talk radio when things are going well, right? Like after the the big win uh, Monday night, yeah, everything not a was ton great. of calls. Not everything much to is say. great. <laughs> People not happy t- after Tuesday night's game with the flip flip gimmick they did to yep. Debbie Garcia, J Hap, yep. And now with this situation, and then coming into tonight's game with Jordan Montgomery and not a big name pitcher, very low. I would say eighty twenty for the calls 80, today. 20. Yeah. That would be my guess. Where are you at? Are you 80% oh, I'm saying loss? I think 80% of the calls will be negative. You oh, know, yeah. Oh, or no confidence. And then you'll have a couple people that are trying to find the glasses half full outlook. We need a breakout game from someone tonight. Who can it be? Who can be the unsung hero Jordan tonight? Montgomery would no, be no. a great place to start. No, no. We, Aaron we Judge. Aaron right. Judge has he got to get redemption. going. Yeah, he's had a rough a rough pro season. Him and Luke Voigt need to contribute tonight. Yes, we need Luke. We need bit. We need the milk drinking, and that guy don't drink almond milk. No, right? Uh, Gio said uh, when we first met this uh, Luke Voigt, he looks like a guy who drinks milk. He's drinking whole milk. We need him to start hitting. We need the other milk drinker. Labor Torres needs to start Judge. hitting. Right, Urshela. Meanwhile, we got Giancarlo Stanton, who we mocked all year. Yeah, who would have thought? He's the only one getting her done. Didn't even think he'd Get be playing. Done. Here he is, and right. he's basically carrying the offense on his back. Him and Aaron Hicks, that's it. I, I put the team on my back. And good news, uh, you know, you heard that Eddie Van Halen passed away. I mean, I that's did. not, not good not news, good of news, course. Right. But uh, uh, Sammy Hager says that he and uh, The Yanks need a victory oh, tonight to keep their ALDS oh, series alive. 